But I want to say just a little bit more in the context of the passing remark I made in episode 31 about our liberal Western democracies and that we shouldn't be too pious or self-righteous in pointing the finger at totalitarianisms because our liberal Western democracies exhibit exactly the same syndrome. Disloyalty, that is, an attempt to challenge or move on various thought systems, political systems, economic systems, are usually almost always accepted with hostility, or not accepted, of course, but are greeted with hostility, are received with hostility. And that's as true if you try to criticise, say, your political party, as it is if you try to criticise your philosophical system, as it is if you try to criticise your religion. All of these things, and it's particularly true in religion, but you can really see it everywhere, love to behave in ways that reinforce the sense that they have already reached the consummation of the human state. This is why, and this is what I think is so damaging about the reliance that most religions have on ancient texts, what they call scriptures in various forms. Religions pretend that we reached the consummation of human life way back when, in maybe the state of Israel before the first temple was destroyed, in the state of the Christian faith in the time of Jesus or subsequently, in the state of Islam in the time of the prophet, the state of Buddhism before the Christian era, and so on. All of these religions hark back to a supposed perfect world. It's essentially the Garden of Eden myth reinstated. And all of them are therefore saying that what we're doing isn't moving forward but trying to find our way back to some perfection that we've somehow lost, whether it be the Garden of Eden or the teachings of Jesus or the Torah or the Dhammapada or the Vedas or whatever it might be. This is incredibly damaging because it always tends to force everything to be backwards compatible. Now, I mentioned this many times earlier. I said that one of the limiting factors of the kind of thing that we find in determinism, I'm sorry that you're probably bored with hearing me say this, but one of the limiting things we find is that in a deterministic system, everything needs to be compatible with everything that's gone before. If there is no new thing under the sun, then anything that is incompatible is automatically wrong. And therefore, the ideas that are the music of the mind are prejudged to be true or false according to their conformity to an existing system of ideas. You can see this time and again in history. Look at the decades, centuries old arguments that there are about the status of women 
who until relatively recently were definitively second-class citizens by default. It simply wasn't a question that anybody could even raise, let alone acquire a sympathetic hearing to. Think about the LGBT or the homosexual or the gay debate that is still a matter of enormous repression, not only in totalitarian regimes where it's particularly repressed, but certainly still in many liberal Western democracies and still in many religious groupings. Look at all the attempts, if there are any, if there dare be any, to move religions on, to supplement them, to say, well, yeah, okay, maybe the Hebrew Bible, the Christian texts, maybe even the Prophet and the Quran are just temporarily limited statements of the way things seemed at their time, and maybe we should be bold, maybe we should say that it's time to move on from all of this just as would be true of the Buddha or of the Hindu scriptures, the Vedas and so on. Something is going on here which is always dragging us backwards. And it's quite interesting that Rilke, who you'll know I love to quote, says exactly this in one of his poems. It is so easy to slip backwards into a place we never wanted and die there. So, the new ideas that, like music, play on our minds, that do not either try, less still insist on being what has been said before, things like in a humble way, these voice notes that are trying to do something, not that's never been done before, that would be preposterous, but just trying to say, look, we have to follow our noses. We have to go where our ideas lead. We have to let our ideas play upon our minds. We have to listen hard. We have to hear. We have to allow that they will create dissonance with the ideas we have been brought up to believe and we have to find ways either to resolve those dissonances or to live with them or to treat dissonance as if it were itself a new part of the world so that we're not, as you might say, thinking to rewrite Stravinsky's Rite of Spring and bring a harmony to it that he couldn't manage. Ha ha, how presumptuous would that be? We are actually allowing the Rite of Spring to re-educate our hearing, our musical minds, so that we can hear it the way it deserves to be, hear to be heard. And the same is true but of course the Soviets wouldn't acknowledge it, of Shostakovich, Prokofiev, Rachmaninoff, Bartok and all the others. And the response of fear, of challenge to what it doesn't understand is always the same. If people do not understand, they either 
seek to destroy, to silence, or to laugh. 